Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. first thing we need to do. Pray about what you're reading. Pray about the scriptures that you're reading. Over and over and over. I've been doing this now ministry for 34 years, and I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody say to me, it's just too hard. I tried reading the Bible. It's just too hard. I don't understand. It's gobbledygook. It's so simple. You turn your head up like this, and you say to God, I just don't get it. People say they have a hard time reading the Bible, but why? The mystery? The questions? Pastor Robert reminds us today that reading the Bible should go hand in hand with prayer. You can make much more sense of a story when the author is at your disposal. God can answer any question that you have, if only you'll ask. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You ever wondered why God didn't just go ahead and give us all the details up front? You know, just go ahead and kind of lay out the plan and and let us know what he's doing, why he's doing it, who he's going to do it with, how he's going to do it. You know, it's just one of those things for me. Maybe it's just me, but I remember reading the part where God called Saul of Tarsus. The Bible tells us that he sent this guy to go and talk to him, and Saul had been persecuting Christians and everything, and, and God speaks to to this somewhat, we don't know anything about the guy's name's Ananias. We don't know anything about his history or anything, but God taps him and says, I need you to go and and pray for Saul. And the guy responds, wait a minute, I've heard about this guy. I mean, are you sure, Lord, you know, and and there's a little little bit of an exchange. But God says to Ananias, I I have told him the things he's going to suffer for my namesake. And it was like, when I read that, I was like, Wow. Right up front, right in the very beginning, I mean, the guy, he just, right after he encounters Jesus, God fills in a lot of the details. Most of the time, he doesn't do that. In chapter 13 of Matthew is a good example because it, it begins, and to me, it just, it seems like it comes out of left field. Jesus starts talking about a farmer at planting season. And it just, I don't know, it strikes me kind of funny. Look at it with me. Matthew 13, beginning at verse 1. says, On the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together to him so that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Now, just really briefly, you know, I think about a little tiny rowboat. You know, I mean, I grew up in South Georgia. We had little flat boats that you take up the creek, and that way, you know, when you hit a 
a low spot. Usually you could kind of slide it over it or a log in the water or whatever. This was just a big, big boat, a big fishing boat that would probably, I don't know, probably have been, let's say, 40 or 50 feet long. There would have been a, a place for Jesus to comfortably sit. It's not like something that was rocking back and forth. You know, he'd be unsteady. It would, it would have been a stable platform, if you will, from which he could speak to a large crowd of people on the shore. So that's, that's what he was doing. And verse 3 says, Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a, a sower went out to sow. And he's, he's like, check this out. Listen, listen. A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they didn't have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and, and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Now, we're going to pause right there for just a minute. We'll, we'll read on and, and finish it before we're done. But I need to point out to you, if, if you want to understand the parables of Jesus, one of the first things you need to do is think about who he was talking to. Actually take into consideration, this is true with the rest of the scriptures as well, by the way. It's a good point to think about who was this written to or who was Jesus actually talking to. See, these people there by the, the shores of Lake Gennesaret, the Sea of Galilee, whatever you want to call it, they would have understood about, about sowing. They would have understood about that type of planting. Most of us haven't really encountered it. Like I said, you know, growing up in Georgia, I remember one afternoon, my, my dad, we had finished building this house. We, we were building several houses, and, and, and this one in particular, he wanted me to go out and, and plant the grass seed. The yard had been prepared. It had all been cut up, plowed up, and smoothed out, and made ready. And he, he handed me a sack full of grass seed and said, I need you to go plant the grass, scatter the grass seed around the yard. So I, I took the sack, and I grabbed out a, a handful of grass seed, and I threw it out there. And typical for, for my dad, he watched me do it, and then he said, no, son. I, I expected it, you know. No, son, let me show you. And so he takes a sack, and he, he reaches in, and he grabs a, a good handful of grass seed, and then he, he does like this. He swings his arm out, and he flattens his hand as he does it. And he says, now, you, you, need, to, you need to walk at a steady pace and try to scatter the seed in an even manner. And, and so when we read this, see, these people would have understood. This, here's this farmer, and he's walking along. He's got a a sack full of seed, probably barley or wheat, and he reaches in and he grabs some seed and he slings it out and he's, he's walking in a you know, straight line or at least you know, following a, a path and, and he's trying to be consistent. But Jesus said the natural course of events, some of that seed is not going to fall on good earth. And then he, he goes on to, to talk a little bit about that concluding by telling them, in effect, they need to go think about it. But his disciples were confused, just like everybody else, I'm sure. His disciples said, why don't you just spit it out? I mean, you're clearly trying to teach us something. Why are you 
speaking to them in parables. First thing I want to point out to you about this story is that the disciples demonstrated that they did indeed have ears to hear. They asked him questions. Now, what does that have to do with us? It's real simple. When you read the book, pray. It's the first thing we need to do. Pray about what you're reading. Pray about the scriptures that you're reading. Over and over and over. I've been doing this now ministry for 34 years, and I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody say to me, it's just too hard. I tried reading the Bible. It's just too hard. I don't understand it. It's gobbledygook. It's so simple. You turn your head up like this, and you say to God, I just don't get it. That's what the disciples did. Listen, pray before you read. Pray while you're reading. Pray as you study the scriptures, as you read the Bible. Because here's the thing. Nobody, no human is going to understand the scriptures without divine intervention. I'll prove that to you in, in just a minute. But see, a lot of times we've gotten so used to the tools that we have. You know, I mean, those of us who, who actually have a relationship with the Lord, and this is something I was thinking about all week this week. It's such a dangerous thing, you know, because, you know, having been a Christian for, like I said, 30-something, almost 40 years, you know, it's easy to get into a routine, kind of get into a pattern. I, I had a young guy come to me not too terribly long ago and talk to me about going into seminary, and I said, please don't do that. Please don't do that. It's not that I'm against formal education. But we need to be careful that we're getting the right kind of education. When it comes to the scriptures, a lot of what's out there anymore, it's misinformation rather than information. Even the so-called conservative seminaries, many times you have teachers, you have professors who no longer truly believe the Bible to be the inspired word of God. Oh, they'll say they do, but then when pressed on certain supernatural events, they'll kind of, you know, well, you know, that I'm not so, that, you know, maybe, maybe that shouldn't be in there. What do you mean it shouldn't be in there? Who do you say something shouldn't be in the Bible? Do you understand the minute we have some PhD telling us what should and shouldn't be believed in the scriptures, we're in trouble? joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus's life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at mainthingradio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 
3053-5331-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.